Hi guys, this is Joe from the Power Records podcast here in beautiful Toronto, Canada. This is December now. We're in December. We're in winter. And I hope that you're still collecting vinyl records, maybe selling vinyl records, maybe trading them, and hopefully listening to them as well too. I've been doing a lot of listening to vinyl that I picked up over the last couple of weeks. Incidentally, by the way, this podcast is all about vinyl records, so have a listen if maybe you're starting a business, maybe you're doing record collecting, maybe you just love vinyl in general. Well, this is for vinyl lovers, lovers of vinyl records, so you're in the right, at the right spot, for sure. Keep listening. But I picked up a whole lot of records at the Burlington Record Show. You know, this year, there was pretty good prices. I think they're the record businesses like the one I have um, have a lot of inventory right now and sales ain't that great uh, for a lot of people because of the ridiculous shipping prices and uh, people aren't buying because of the prices and I think that a lot of the uh, people that were selling records at the Burlington Records show uh, probably had excess inventory because the prices were pretty darn good and um, I did capitalize on that I picked up quite a few records myself Um, but um, yeah it was a good show I thought it was probably one of the best ones I've been to pretty much every booth that I went to I asked about a record and they had it (laughs) everybody had it usually you know maybe one of the dealers said they didn't have it but everything that I was looking for pretty much all the booths had it so that was pretty cool uh, so look out for uh, any shows in your area, guys. There, There's a lot of them in the United States, a lot of them here in Ontario. And, you know, they pop up one day and uh, they're there for one day. And, you know, you can get a lot of good used inventory and new inventory as well, too. But mostly used inventory at great prices. So uh, it's it's been a busy time, though, even though sales have gone pretty slow. It's Christmas, you know, and, um, you know, with Christmas, there are a lot of people are buying records. So I get a lot of requests, especially from Etsy. People want their records tomorrow. And sometimes you can't do it. Sometimes you can do it. But, um, yeah, there's there's been a lot of business right now. Uh, but what you should be doing, guys, with your shops, whether you have a brick and mortar store or an online store, is taking a step back and look at your records and look at your variety that you're selling and look at your prices and keep th- things organized. Maybe, you know, like what I do once a year is I kind of shut down everything and I don't sell for probably three weeks to four weeks so I could just regroup and look at everything that I have and make sure everything's organized and prices are substantially priced properly so you're making a profit and that you're giving your customer a good deal. You know, um, this is what you should be doing. You should be getting your shops in line ready for the next year. You know, maybe during this time, you're going to find a lot of record stores, brick and mortar stores, have inventory uh, for sale at good prices like Boxing Day sales, uh, Record Day sales. um, Black Friday sale was a good day for me. I picked up a lot of records that day as well. 
So, you know, this is where you build up your inventory, sort out your inventory, clean your inventory, uh, and making sure that, you know, you're ready for the next year. That's what you should be doing around this time of year. It's, you know, it's a good idea to keep your store open. Don't get me wrong at this time, you know, because you're going to make probably the most sales you've ever had this time of year. But um, for some of us, it's better to take that step and, you know, and making sure that you're ready for the next year. So some people have reached out to me and asked, "Hey Joe, where do you sell your where do you sell your records? What sites do you use?" So I'll just briefly go over that one more time is that I sell pretty much everywhere everywhere a record could sell. I sell on eBay. eBay sales have been uh, kind of um, kind of poor. You know, I'm getting I used to get maybe 6 or 7 a day and now I'm maybe squeaking out one to two records a day. It's not doing very well. I don't know how other people are doing, but uh, it's it's still a good site to sell. But I sell on eBay, and I have about a thousand listings there in U.S. and Canada. I, so what I mean by that is I sell on Amazon Canada. Uh, sorry, eBay Canada and eBay.com, which is the U.S. I sell them both. Uh, but I'm open. The these listings are available to ship anywhere in the world from those two locations. So I ship at ebay.com, ebay.ca. I also uh, have a store on Amazon and amazon.com and amazon.ca and amazon.uk. And on each of those stores, I sell about 400 to about 600 records. I said, depending on this, on those countries. And they're all mine. They're my records usually uh, that I sell. Um, and that goes for eBay as well too. And um, I I would advise you to do the same thing. I, you know, if it's get, branch out and sell on those two countries, especially the US. I make most of my sales in my stores. Uh, 75% of my sales come from Amazon.com. Why? Because it's a huge audience. So I would advise you, if you don't sell records now, sell them on Amazon.com because that's where you're going to make your living from. You do everything possible, guys, to protect your account there. Because if you lose that, if I lose that, that's pretty much my business. You know, I do sell on other sites, but again, that's the one I, I rely solely on for my income. I also saw on Etsy, and Etsy is fabulous. I've got about maybe 440 records on that site that I sell, and uh, I'm open to sell. I ship all across the world there. Kind of challenging to ship to France and Italy and uh, Australia, but you know what, guys? Better than it was before. I think the the postal services have improved in those countries, you know, in the European countries especially. They're they're just as good or even better than they are here in Canada and the U.S. Uh, so I'm open to ship anywhere in the world. Now, mind you, you got to make sure you price your shipping prices accordingly. You know, twenty two bucks maybe. Hey, isn't that the same price it's to ship in Canada? It is, isn't it? <laughs> Which is crazy. But you can ship a record with chit chats to the the UK or Australia or France for about twenty two dollars, which isn't too bad, really, when you think it. So make sure you 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 ship you uh, price accordingly when you're shipping in those countries. But uh, Etsy, again, I probably twenty percent, maybe more, a little bit more, I make on my sales on Etsy. 
and I've sold about 1,600 records there in the past couple of years. So it's a good site to sell on, and I would advise you to get on Etsy. Mind you, now Etsy has a new policy. Uh, they don't allow um, stock photos, and I'm pretty much sure that... Um, um, not sure if eBay has the same policy or not. Perhaps they do. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. But Etsy now has introduced that. So be careful. You don't want to get thrown off that network if you're selling there as well, too. I also sell on a site called Music Stack. And I have about 100,000 records. Kind of like mixed bag of CDs. Uh, a lot of CDs. Singles. A lot of singles. A lot of LPs. Uh, don't make a hell of a lot of business there. Um, it's not a big uh, uh, income uh, for me selling on music stack but I dumped a lot of stuff on there in the last since 2008 so there's a lot of stuff on there um, and I most of my sales come from uh, Canada and US on that site but um, I like uh, music stack they don't charge big fees um, and it's easy to use so um, what I like about them as well is you could download bulk listings there. You can download files of uh, Excel files and then boom, it just loads up everything all at once. So um, I highly suggest you do that as well too. I sell on walmart.ca uh, as well too. I sell mostly CDs on walmart.ca. Kind of challenging to sell on that site because um, they want next day shipping. You have to ship your product within one day which is really crazy you know when you think of it you know because i mean sometimes the post office doesn't scan your your product for 24 hours you know and it could take 48 hours for you to put uh upload that tracking number now it's it's kind of crazy like i think they're asking a little bit too much i don't make very many sales i just kind of started on there i tried to get in walmart.com but they keep rejecting me so i only sell in walmart.ca and i sell lps and mostly C cds there i also sell on a site called bonanza used to make quite a bit of sales in that site i don't know i have about sixty-five thousand records there but it's kind of like dropped and i don't know exactly why it kind of was i expanded there and it kind of since i expanded it didn't really um it didn't really take off it, it i expected them to take off because i have so much records so there's a learning lesson guys that it's not only the amount it's the type of records you're selling and the genre or the style or the type of music you're selling that matters a lot too but um don't make a lot of sales from bonanza anymore and of course i sell on discogs and discogs is my favorite it's so easy to list on discogs and you know i have bundles and bundles that i've of records that i've just bought that i'm going to be listing on discogs in the next couple of days and it's not going to take me long to do so because it, it's an easy you just type in your serial number on the record bang 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 it's there put in your price it's so easy and they use only stock photos which is why you have to have a good description on your uh, item that you're selling there so that's just an idea guys of, of you know how i operate um this is how i make my living right now it's you know it's not always easy it doesn't really bring in huge huge amounts of income but for me um being uh, uh retired and away from a full-time job it's the next best thing and it allows me to do what i want to do when i want to do it 
uh, it uh, it allows my freedom to do, and of course, my love of music helps me in this business as a lot a lot too. So, guys, um, if you have any questions about what I've talked about today, please reach out to me at JLC. A-R-O-N-E at simpatico.ca and I'll be more than happy to help you out with anything. Hey, how about KISS, eh? They cancelled the show here in Toronto. (laughs) Paul Stanley had COVID or a flu or something like that, so very, very disappointed, but you know what? I saw the show, I saw their last show anyways on the pay-per-view in New York, their final end of the road, which is probably not going to be the end of the road tour. Uh, They're going to be coming out as avatars now. Hey, hey, avatars. Kisses avatars. I can't wait to see that. But um, yeah, it was pretty, pretty good show. Uh, Sad to see them go if they are really going to go. Don't know. But um, yeah, it was unfortunate. We didn't, we, we, as a big family here of Kiss fans, we didn't get to see them here. But you know what? It is what it is. And, uh, you know, if you're sick, Paul Stanley couldn't jump around with his high heeled boots. I understand that. So, guys, that's about my show for today. Over and out. We'll talk to you soon and keep collecting those vinyl records.